Hello and welcome everybody. This is Abdullah, co-founder of Silverline Community and your host to the Mean Who podcast, the show that sheds light on the movers, shakers, shapers and makers of the creative and cultural industries. We're here today with Leila Bengasan. Leila is a Tunisian social entrepreneur. She is the founder of Bluefish Company and the initiator and founder of several initiatives in the Tunisian ecosystem and cultural scenes throughout Tunisian civil society. In essence, Leila is a creator of cultural and creative economy ecosystems. Brimming with passion and pride for her country and its people, Leila personifies the true impact of social entrepreneurship and manages to successfully lobby for the presence of the creative industries across various sectors of society. Leila, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Abdullah. Can you tell us more about yourself, please? Uh, well, um, currently I have, uh, I'm, an, I'm a social entrepreneur. Um, I have uh, two businesses. Uh, the first is Bluefish, um, a company I started in um, 2006. Uh, I started it as a consultancy and I tried, in the beginning, I tried to work with artisans from all over Tunisia to help them export their products. And uh, the second business is uh, Darbin Gesem. It's a boutique hotel in the Medina of Tunis. Um, both of both my both companies are uh, social enterprises. So through my consultancy, Brewfish, we try to uh, do a lot of work pro bono for small NGOs um, and communities. Um, and also with the boutique hotel Darbingesim, we try to reinvest all of our profits in restoring spaces and uh, helping young people in the community um, stay in school. But your background is engineering. So how does someone change from and transform from having an engineering background to being the tour de force of social entrepreneurship for the cultural tourism sector of its city? Uh, in my first life, I was a, yes, I was a biomedical engineer for a multinational company. Um, it was uh, a journey uh, that was uh, intellectually fulfilling. Um, I was, by uh, social and financial standards, maybe uh, uh, lucky, but uh, I always wanted to be a social entrepreneur. I always wanted to start my business and have a, a business with impact. And I think it was my uh, my experience in the multinational corporation that made me um, made me um, as as they say connect the dots. You know, see see the various aspects of um, making creating businesses and business development and business marketing. But I always felt that all this could be um, could be tailored um, for a, a business that has. Um, not just financial return investment, but also community return investment, social return investment. So it was uh, it was growing in my mind until one day I decided to um, to resign and start my my first business, Bluefish. Um, so again, it's also connecting the dots because that passage in in the multinational corporation, you learn a lot of things about doing business. It's even better than than having an MBA, may probably. Uh, and being an engineer, I think it uh, it also kind of helps. No matter what you do, because you kind of uh, uh, analyze uh, situations and try to to see how to uh, design better solutions um, to make systems work better. Uh, so, why am I in the cultural industry today? I um, 
when I started my business, I did not know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew there were things that uh, were frustrating me and I wanted to do something about it. And that's Bluefish. That's Bluefish, yes. And I mean, when I started Bluefish, it was mainly um, promoting Tunisia better, exporting Tunisia better, uh, telling more positive stories about uh, about us. Um, and also, I mean, later on, creating Darwin Gessen, I always thought that... Um, tourism industry could be more inclusive, uh, more impactful. I think we can create purpose tourism um, that that can uh, contribute more to the um, to the tourism institutions, but also uh, create tourism institutions that are inclusive of their communities. And uh, it has been a, a great learning journey. What, what do you mean by tourism with a purpose and for tourism to be inclusive? Because they are very broad terms. Uh, yes. So, um, so in many countries, I mean Tunisia included, um, tourism actors are um, often um, big institutions that um, try to offer uh, all services within the touristic institution, um, and in this way, um, the tourist—I uh, prefer to say guest. Uh, does not interact. When I travel to countries, I want to make friends. So, so I hope um, also I wanted to create um, a tourism that helps my guests uh, meet people, make friends, understand the community. Um, so, and and this is why we we are very big on shared economy. We want people who who stay with us, um, know the small businesses around us. Um, make friends in the community, but also understand the culture in a deep sense. Um, it's not just um, a cultural experience, but really understand the culture in a, in a deep way, meaning um, meeting an artisan that is struggling to keep their craft and they are fourth, fifth generation, um, enjoying the cooking um, in, a, in, a, in a way that is, uh, that, that is more um, a greater experience, really meeting the farmers and buying the products, meeting the fishermen, cooking with um, with ladies. So it's 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 a more richer experience that has a an important human element, empathy um, that creates. Um, and I think this is this is the the purpose tourism that that we want to um, experience, that we want to create. So it's a it's a deeper um, deeper Im immersion uh, in the culture and people. And what do you get out of from surrounding yourself by the makers and the creators and the artisans? You don't create, but you create other things, but you don't create the tangible things, the pottery or... So what do you get from surrounding yourself by these kind of people? Um, I think in Tunisia, we have um, immense um, heritage. I mean, tangible, intangible um, culinary, there's a lot of manual intelligence uh, around us in the Medina of Tunis. And um, I think I think we succeed by working together. Uh, no, I don't make anything, but uh, I can market, I can design, <laughs> I can create uh, uh, experiences. Um, so I'm, I'm sticking to what I'm good at and uh, trying to create, um, and artisans are much better than me in what they do. Uh, so together we can create um, uh, an ecosystem of experiences that benefits everyone. And this is exactly shared economy that I'm passionate about. 
I think not. I think, um, and and this is this is also the purpose tourism that uh, that I'm passionate about. It's really creating, um, collaborating with micro businesses around us to create a network of uh, of micro businesses that give um, an a, a rich a rich Tunisian experience that um, give gives the cultural immersion that I think makes people um, live the magic of our culture. I'm sorry if my question felt like it belittles your role because you don't create, but I'm happy to have, to have heard the answer from you this way because what I would like to do with you is to highlight the role of an alternative uh, vision of a supply chain, a supply chain for artisans and creatives that's not only about the tangible material, but also a supply chain of people like yourself who know how to market, who know how to place the brands and the products, who know how to elevate, who know how to include and integrate. And that, I think, from our little experience here throughout our creative retreat, is a gap that keeps on repeating itself across countries, across other civilizations. So do you feel, does this resonate with you and the other challenges that we have in the region as well? Uh, yes, for sure. I think the, um, I mean, the whole region is rich with uh, tangible and tangible heritage, and sometimes we underestimate the potential of um, our region's culture and heritage in creating positive opportunities and giving hope for young people. Um, and I think, and this is also what we do in Bluefish. We try to help creators. Um, um, innovative, you know, people and people who make beautiful things, who are struggling today to keep the legacy of their families, but uh, you know, sometimes um, us connected people and people who are always on social media, like myself, you know, understand um, how to bridge the gap between the simple shoemaker to making it something um, that is um, more attractive and creates better business to help. Um, the artisans sustain their um, their legacy, and uh, and we have done a lot of work since we started um, uh, our boutique hotel Darbengesim. We we worked a lot with small artisan workshops around us to help them tell their story because often, um, I mean, traditionally, if you're a shoemaker, um, people will come and buy their shoes from you, but today with uh, um, with the um, Asian goods that are much more competitive price-wise, uh, with um, with the less uh, tourism, with the Tunisian purchasing power going down, uh, with the, our local currency making it complicated for raw material um, to uh, the the supply chain of uh, raw material is a more challenging for artisans. So um, we can help them repurpose their workshop. We can help them tell their story better. Often artisans, they 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 underestimate the, the story of uh, the legacy of what they're doing. I mean, uh, if you're a calligrapher and uh, um, your grandfather was the master calligrapher and, and at the time, uh, um, I mean, this is a story that they need to tell, but they just think that the product would sell itself. So um, we're trying to either help them tell their story better um, we're trying to help them rethink their workshop, their production workshop, to make it a positive experience for visitors, uh, not just, you know, buy a shoe and leave. Um, we're trying to also um, uh, create packages so that, you know, our guests can 
um, can think of things to do, such as spending two hours with an artisan in his workshop. So, um, and connect them. Con I mean, it's not just connecting them by bringing them there. It's really human connection, you know, like uh, uh, making it's it's more than it's then then it becomes more than a shoemaker and then the artisan also is regains pride he rethinks he 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 starts thinking of what he's doing better he 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 feels empowered because he's he's um, there are people from different parts of the world who are looking for him uh so and and this this is enriching and and this is as you said the importance of creating an ecosystem of sharing knowledge of sharing know-how um, of understanding where um, creating new supply chains and new realities that create new opportunities. Um, and this is how we can not only preserve um, our culture, but it's not that I like money, but sadly, if today, in today's world, if it's not economic, it's it will die. So it's, uh, it's really, and, and making it positive for young people that might want to join and we, we, we see this a lot um, in what we do. There are a lot of young people who are now passionate about telling the story um, through social media or they attend our workshops with artisans. And uh, it's, bringing, it's bringing all this uh, boring handmade things into a new exciting light that, you know, and the young people feel like heroes when they, they, they spend a day with a shoemaker helping them uh, promote their product better and um, and I think that this is what we need in our all our region. We need to believe in uh, belief, treasure, and um, uh, talk this, you know, talk about our heritage and culture and make it uh, positive for us and uh, and give hope to younger people. You work with younger people, the younger generation who are also creators and makers and designers, and you also work with artisans and masters of their crafts that are from fourth, fifth generation with no one to inherit their craft. Do you feel a difference uh, between your communication and partnership with the young people and with the, with the older generation? Is there a difference in uh, approach, in absorption, in collaboration? Um, I mean, yes, of course. So each one has a different communication uh, channels <laughs> so uh, we try to uh, communicate to each uh, ecosystem player in their own uh, communication channel but um, it's uh, I, I think our, our work through the years we we feel that the, the communication channels are um, are diverse but are uh, converging so uh, Young people, our young community, our artisans. Um, there's, we got. I think we got to a stage where everybody feels we're. Uh, it's like we're an army fighting the same, uh, <laughs> fighting the same uh, war of uh, extin. You know, we don't want our culture to um, disappear. disappear. We uh, we want to promote it. We want to share it. We want to. Uh, you know, we're proud of it when, especially when we get. Uh, uh, people from the outside and the and they they see it with another light and they appreciate it. So um, so this this gives hope to the artisans and to the young people. What is your culture like? How do you how would you explain your culture to someone who's never been to Tunis? They've just entered your Darwin Gassam, and they say, "Tell me about your Tunisian culture and heritage." 
How can you explain it in one sentence? Uh, you know, the, the first time I walked in uh, Darbingism and the, the building was uh, um, was in a was in bad need of restoration. Uh, it, it, I stood in the courtyard, and that was Tunisia that I wanted to tell to everyone. It's uh, it's it's a big mix. It's I mean, even now, even till today, I walk, I, I stand in this courtyard, and I I wonder how this is in harmony. You have tiles brought by the Andalusis. You have uh, woodwork uh, by the another civilization. Um, you have you know the ironwork by the Italians. Um, you have uh, poles uh, that were ruins in Carthage and brought by the Arabs in the eighth century to build the Medina. It's 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 so it's there's a lot of harmony and diversity, mm. and uh, and this beautiful. is Tunisia. Mm. That's beautiful. If you were to make or create something, what would it be? Create by hand or <laughs> by hand. Aside from creating amazing and extremely immersive mm -hmm. guest houses, which you have a talent for, that's incomparable, really. What would you create by hand? Uh, my dream is to write a book. Really? <laughs> I hope one day I'll have the the time and focus uh, to write a book. But I would love to write a book that will tell the stories of um, many people that I met in my life that have touched me, but I also, I, I hope I touch them positively. But uh, I think uh, it's uh, because um, there's a, we have an expression in Tunisia. So we always say, what do you gain? And uh, I always get that. So that will be the title of my book. Um, because I think we need to be, if, if we, if we are, um, uh, if we have empathy and, uh, forgiveness and acceptance of each other, uh, we all win. So I want to tell all the stories in my life that will show that, uh, there's a lot to gain. So a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you all about, yes. I also am in the process of writing my book. <laughs> so it's, and it is a challenge to do this. And as you said, uh, you need to find the time, etc. But I've read a book about um, habits and how to atomic, it's called Atomic Habits. And I think it starts, it could start with one line a day. Mm. <laughs> and it does help. It helps you at least write eight chapters. So Excellent. Far. Yeah, so it's <laughs> incremental. Yes. It's exactly how you started with Darbin Gassa. When you went mm -hmm. to that courtyard, you knew you were not going to fix it in one day. Yes, true. Right, <laughs> writing your book is going to be the same journey. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> you <laughs> Makes it sound much easier. <laughs> no, and I hope next time we actually come on this talk, it will be to talk about your book. Oh, inshallah. inshallah. <laughs> Leila, I, I cannot thank you enough for uh, your generosity of spirit. And thank you so much for everything that you do, not only for Tunisia, but for uh, all the creatives and makers from all around the world who will definitely be inspired by your lessons and your treasures. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>